0: is up gamers we're back after a while and we are back to talk about sex in the city again <laughs> um i'm your host stephanie and i fucking hate paris <laughs> um i'm alex and do people still do coke great question great question and turns yeah. out like that was a question carrie was asking in like 2004 they still do coke in twenty twenty, so timeless. People I guess
1: still, yeah. It's it's a timeless drug. I will say that. I will not going to hand it to cocaine, but I will say it's rather timeless. I don't think it goes out of fashion. It's not like ecstasy. Like if someone put out a fucking ecstasy pill now, I'd be like, come on, like it's twenty twenty. But what do you do? Um, <laughs> yeah, like come on, let's do something better. Let's do some cat. Like grow up. <laughs> um, i (laughs) mean coke is timeless i
0: will say that if someone was gonna offer me hard drugs and they gave me an option of a bunch of different ones cocaine is probably one of the first ones i would do out of
1: like a bunch of them yeah so it has a chicness to it unfortunately
0: yeah and it's also not like injected so that kind of is a bonus to me i guess but you know true There is just something timeless about snorting something. Like, I will say that my PI in grad (laughs) school, she got me really into snuff. Okay, I should explain to people who don't, who are like, because North Americans don't know what that is normally. But like, she got us, she would always have us over for parties at her house. She She was our supervisor. And... Like, like twice a year she would have us over for parties where we'd have like a bunch of alcohol and she'd just be like who wants to snort tobacco and i'd be like all right i'll try this and she would just get out her tiny little spoon to put on to put the snuff on your
1: hand and she'd be like enjoy <laughs> thanks i i like the idea of someone listening to this and being like stephanie watches snuff films
0: yeah, I really hope people are not taking that away from it. Please, please just think of s- <laughs> snuff in terms of the stuff you snort, and not in st- not in terms of yeah. the you know. Um, I don't even want to call it film um, m- media, snuff media,
1: <laughs> but- <laughs> movie. Yeah, like, um, I was also gonna say you know in Cruel Intentions mm-hmm. where Sarah Michelle Gellar's character has that like rosary bead Coke necklace, <laughs> yeah. I that film i watched it way too young i have never done cocaine but like i would if someone gave it to me in a rosary bead necklace with a secret compartment full of cocaine that i can do at my stepbrother's like funeral like
0: (laughs) (laughs) it is just kind of like the aesthetic of it is kind of neat yeah i
1: don't really um, we're not promoting drugs and i don't no like obviously if you want to do it that's cool like we're also not gonna um look down on anyone that does two drugs we're neutral drug neutral show (laughs) however um i will say aesthetically if they made like a like a non-coke coke like something you could just snort but it didn't have any drugs in it it was not addictive yeah Yeah, I would be on it. Be fucking on it. Yeah. Like e-cigarettes. It's just like,
0: I don't know. It's just kind of fun. It's kind of just like how smoking is fun, like, objectively. It's just, like, a good activity to do with your your hand and your mouth. That sounds weird. But, like, it just is a soothing activity to do. It's a shame that it's not good for you um, because it's just nice. It's relaxing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But anyway. (laughs) Anyway sex in the city god this is what happens like when we don't record for a while uh this is what no pissy does to an mf uh we start talking about drugs and fucking smoking um but we should be talking about sex in the city because we're almost finished the show this is the third last episode of the show um yeah it's, it's it's mad it's called splat uh, season six, episode Blatt. 18. This is a fucking classic episode. Like, this is one of the episodes Matt knew about before, uh, before watching any of the show with me. And he was kind of surprised. Like, he thought this was actually like the finale of the show. And I'm like, no, there's still two episodes after this. It's just close to the end. Um, I thought it was yeah. way earlier in the show. I totally forgot we still hadn't gotten to this yet.
1: <laughs> but I know. I thought it was way earlier. I forgot that it was on this late, but like, yeah, she is with petrovsky and like it's just yeah and if you don't like the word iconic i'm sorry i feel like i'm gonna use it a lot
0: but it it's just it is like this episode is a real standout episode of i don't even want to say standout like it's just like a really good episode it's just like a really memorable episode of this show like it's an episode of the show that you kind of end up talking about for a long time after the show's over and, uh, like, we'll get to it when we get to, like, the big moment of the episode, but I linked um an article, an interview in the Discord, uh, like, last week when I watched the episode about, like, why they made the choice to do this. <laughs> and it makes sense now that I'm like, oh, yeah, of course it's near the end of the series based off of this, but, like, I don't know, I was just like, they just did that. <laughs> it was just a, you know, it's just a choice they made for an yeah. episode in hindsight, but no, there's a reason
1: um yeah i know yeah but we'll get to it when we get to it i guess we might as well yeah so carrie is going to meet enid her boss at vogue uh for lunch i guess like carrie has barely been talking about working for vogue so i don't i guess I, i don't know if she's like a regular there or whatever but yeah That's what they're doing.
0: Yeah, I keep forgetting that she's there at all. And, like, later in this episode, there's, like, talks of her being like, yeah, I quit my job. But it's like, you have two jobs. Did you quit both of them or just one of them?
1: (laughs) Because there's – I don't know. Like, I I don't understand. Um, But (laughs) – (laughs) yeah there's uh, well Enid invites Carrie to an art party for New York's little glitterati
0: Mm -hmm. some couple that makes like documentary films and her the reason why she does this is because she's like oh I know you and Petrovsky are together I was just I was wondering if he has any single friends that I could go with because you know it's like a lot of people are going as couples I don't want to be there alone especially since like I think she's hosting it like I think it's at her like at her
1: apartment um yeah yeah i don't know it's it's weird because like she's host like i didn't realize she was hosting it it felt more like it was an, an event she had to go to and she knew that everyone would be there in couples but like i don't know could she not have invited more single people Is her party yeah
0: you would have thought so maybe it's just like the crowd that she was inviting is like all the people who knew each other were couples I have no idea but like it's also weird given like the Lexi person being invited also I have no idea what was going on here but yeah yeah but she she basically invites Carrie and Carrie tries to be kind of like well he, I don't know Petrovsky doesn't really seem like the kind of guy who like sets people up and Edith's just like I got you a job you get me a man and this is like very matter of fact like normal thing to ask your
1: subordinate yeah exactly no pressure mm-hmm. and uh, then ina wants to order a dorato uh which is like some fish dish and the only way they serve it is in like a big enough portion for two like it's a sharing portion mm-hmm. and carrie's like "Oh, okay well i'll have it too and ina's like don't have pity girato for me don't eat this just because you pity me because i'm single and it's like It's intense. It's a lot. It's
0: really wild that, like, she's so insecure about this when you can tell she's such a successful woman. And I know that's part of it. Like, part of it is, like, oh, even if you are really successful, you still do have insecurities. But it's just very, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, it's believable, I guess, but it's, like, just not that interesting to me. But – and she also is just, like, you cannot repeat this conversation to anyone at Condé Nast. And I'm just, like, oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, never repeat this to anyone at Condé Nast. Everyone else is fine though. Just, just specifically people that work for Conde Nast, which is a big corporation.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty big. Uh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so then we see Carrie and Petrovsky like making dinner, and she's asking him about single male friends, and he's like, Oh, I have one, and they kind of like joke about it a little bit. Um I'm kind of surprised that he even had someone to offer in the city because he's like, I don't have any friends here. I don't have my love here, <laughs> and all that bullshit and stuff. But like, <laughs> um, but this is where we find out that he's going to Paris because he has like an opening in Paris, uh,
1: and he says he might not be coming back. Yeah, he's like, I may not be coming back. I have to go to Paris. And, like, he – so he invites her to stay with him, and Carrie's like, oh, for, like, a few weeks. Like, she says that she's going to go for, like, the opening of his show and stay for maybe, like, a, another week or something and then go back. And he's like, no, I want you to stay with me forever. long I'm out there. hmm Which is
0: and, a big thing to broach with someone that you're – like, they've been dating for a while now, but it's still very, like, yeah. oh, okay –
1: yeah i mean moving in with someone is a big step it is like every time we've seen carrie she's mostly been at his place anyway so i guess they like unofficially moved in Uh but also going to another country with someone is also
0: a massive step i feel like the thing that kind of is weird to me about this is it's not like he's saying I have this decision to make. I really am done with New York, but I still want to be with you. I think I want to move to Paris permanently, and I'd like you to come with me. He's not asking if he should do it. He's just like, I'm moving to Paris, and if you want to still be with me, and I'd still like you to be with me, then you have to move too. And it's like, there was never any discussion about it as a thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, I guess, I guess because he, I don't know, I mean, I was in kind of a similar situation where like, I was going out with someone who knew they had to move. Yeah. And we both knew they had to move. And it sucked. And I guess, yeah. like, Petrovsky knows he has to move.
0: But he doesn't I, necessarily I like have
1: to. It's not like someone's no. saying, like, well,
0: you have to go home now because – well, not, not even home, I guess. But, like, oh, like, it's not so much
1: that – I don't know. I feel like he's going because, like, he's staying – he obviously has to go for the show. Yes, right, And course. stay there for a bit for that. Yeah. Um, and then I guess, yeah, he is planning to stay there. But this is the other thing is he's not just saying, like, oh, I'm going to go to Paris and I'm going to move there. Mm-hmm. he's just like uh, i guess i'll just go to paris for like however long which is not a period of time <laughs> even if he said i'm going to paris for six months while i do my while i had the exhibition yeah and while i do like press and stuff and i'll see some of my friends and blah 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 or maybe i'll take a trip around europe like he is just go he's just going for an indefinite period of time yes um which is Different to saying, oh, I'm going to move there permanently, or I'm going to be there for X months or whatever. Yeah. Like, which is weird.
0: It is weird. Uh, It does kind of make sense for his character, but it's also very, like... Yeah. I mean, it also kind of like he, I think he's mentioned before that his daughter lives in Paris. So I guess it does seem a little bit more permanent. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be permanent, but it seems more permanent than like going there and then moving around a bit. But like the mm-hmm. other thing is like he also says like he's done with New York. It's not so much just like it's not like, oh, maybe I'll go for a year, then come back. It's like this is pretty much it for New York. That's a big yeah, part he's,
1: of it. He's pretty much like I am never coming back which is yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a lot for us to deal with. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I feel like they're at a stage in their relationship where you kind of do make big decisions together when like she's basically living there. Like they've had a lot of I don't know, they've gotten, like, very, very intimate at this point, where it does seem Mm. weird to just make that call and then just tell her I'm moving. But, like, he does give her the choice of, are you going to come with me? It's not like he's saying, you have to come with me. But it's very, like, well, if we're going to stay together, then you do have to come with me. And it's like, oh, oh, okay. Because it's, it's a big choice when you're. I mean, C- Carrie loves New York more than anything, more than big. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I get. It. She. Well, New York is the fifth character, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Stanford. Stanford could die. Like, New York is the fifth character, the fifth <laughs> main character. So. Yeah i i don't know it's a lot also he tells her this like right before a dinner party with all her friends yeah which is kind of a lot i feel like yeah this is a discussion if they're doing it because he's bringing it to her, like we are a couple so we make couple decisions are we gonna stay together or not yeah cool. but like um, uh, i don't know like maybe don't do that right before all her friends are coming and then she has to think about that. Uh, You would tell her and give her, like, a period of time to think about it and then come back to him and have a bit more of a discussion. Uh, But no.
0: Yeah, there's, like, no no time
1: to think about it. And then, like, on top of that, in the
0: next scene in the dinner party, he mentions it to everyone before she's even agreed to move with him. And it's like... (laughs) oh this is awkward okay we're
1: doing this yeah. <laughs> um or so like it's a dinner party of everyone basically It's all the characters it's, the, it's all the characters except Anthony. It's the girls yeah. their partners stanford and marcus so it is everyone basically yeah and i don't know it's so awkward like it's so uncomfortable because samantha is being samantha and she starts talking about how she thinks her maid is using her vibrator and everyone's like laughing along going oh samantha isn't she funny and then petrovsky is just at the end of the table looking like i don't know a gargoyle
0: yeah he's just so serious and it stresses me out i'm just like Enjoy your company. This is so awkward. Like, at least pretend to laugh at stuff that you think – like, even if you don't think it's funny, like, entertain your friends. Like, I don't know. It's not that hard Mm -hmm. to do. But maybe I'm just super self-conscious about how I come off to other people – Maybe it's because I'm a woman. Um, but like, <laughs> you don't want to come off as being super cold to your guests that you're hosting. But yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, really cause laugh. you'll be called a bitch. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> laugh or anything. And neither does Carrie, which like Miranda brings up later. And I'm like, you know, she is kind of right about that. But, um, then Steve is just like, Oh, you got a piano over there, huh? Uh, can you, can you play any Billy Joel? And Petrovsky's
1: like, who emoji? <laughs>
0: Just <laughs> so funny.
1: <Yeah>. There <laughs> was like naming Billy Joel songs, and he's like, "What?" I mean, nah. <laughs> it is a little bananas
0: to me that he doesn't know like Piano Man. But like, it's not like I'm even yeah, like, "Oh, or- Billy Joel is amazing." It's just like I'm surprised because he is like a man of arts. So
1: like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> uh, Billy Joel art uptown girl fucking sweet is sweet caroline billy Joel, and like we I didn't start don't the fire know.
0: i don't think it is but maybe it is we did, yeah we didn't start the fire definitely is billy joel most iconically to me was the uh did the music in oliver and company like why should i worry which is possibly my favorite disney musical song of all time like not to be a disney person because i'm not but like that song goes fucking off i love it like thanks billy joel you did one thing
1: that was really great for humanity and it was that (laughs) Um, (laughs) all right sweet caroline was neil diamond but also i've been watching the boys recently on amazon prime don't at me my parents already had it um (laughs) yeah i'm just utilizing it um and also, I get it free, like, I, because I'm a student, I get it for free now. But, like, I'm not going to use, I don't think I'll use the delivery thing unless I absolutely have to. But, like, yeah. hey, free movies. Um, Anyway, so I was watching The Boys, and, like, the main character in that is, for some reason, a massive Billy Joel fan, which I'm, I feel like it's a better thing to be than, like, a <laughs> Beatles fan. But, oh, yeah. I don't know. If you're into you're always like a little bit sus if you're into like some like classic rock shit. It's like, come on.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like, okay, if you're gonna listen to an artist from like the 80s or whenever the fuck Billy Joel was a thing, like who plays the piano, at least listen to Elton John. Like, exactly a like little su- bit of flavor yeah like that's the that's the ultimate choice like I don't like not to diss Billy Joel because I don't know really know shit about him aside from the fact that I always picture him to look like Billy Crystal um I just conflate yeah. them in my head but like I just like sure he seems more talented than a lot of other musicians from a long time ago but it's just like really like there's not like, there's not anything else that that does it more for you than this okay I
1: don't okay, know, I'm yeah like all oh, the eighties music there is, you're gonna choose Billy Joel. Like he hasn't Go even off. used synths. Like what? Exactly. Peter Gabriel is standing like right there. Grow up.
0: He's right there. I don't understand. I don't understand.
1: Whatever. No. But anyway. Anyway. Um. My also also my favorite thing is when um Petrovsky like says he doesn't like new. Like he's like oh we are, i'm moving to paris uh, i don't know why i'm doing a french accent he's russian um but it's like oh we're moving to paris and then i think one of them is like well oh, paris sucks and then <laughs> he's like paris is the most beautiful city in the world he's wrong and he's fucking stupid he's fucking stupid and steve is like you're talking to new yorkers here
0: Yeah. Oh my God. It's very funny. It's like, okay, you're wrong. I was watching, um, last night I was watching the YouTube record, or it's not a YouTube recording, but like on YouTube they have the recording of like the 90, I think it's the 93 Alan Cumming version of Cabaret. And I was just watching it because I'm like, Cabaret slaps and Alan Cumming is great. Um, but there's the part at the end where Sally is like, he like whatever the fuck the main guy's name is is like come to paris with me like leave germany this place sucks shit because he's right but then she's like i've never liked paris much and i'm just like go off you're so right like maybe you should be like a little bit less indifferent about the political situation but like go off about paris being (laughs) wrong you're right
1: (laughs) it's like okay all right maybe go to paris and then go immediately to london like
0: just just, go somewhere else maybe
1: not germany or like just leave europe just maybe just go to america like just leave europe for for the next like 20 years or so
0: yeah Uh, i didn't know until like yesterday that the the woman that sally bowles is based off of was like a huge communist i did not know this until yesterday big fan of that (laughs)
1: Yeah. It also, she's like a huge communist. I don't know. I don't think she would be as flippant about the political situation. Oh yeah, she
0: hated the character that was based off of her because she was like, "I'm a huge communist. I would <laughs> never do this." I'm, and yeah. so she she didn't like it at all, which I thought was really good. Even though I God. do like appreciate her character, I'm like, yeah, I I it. love
1: <laughs> Cabaret. We're big fans of cabaret, but yeah. like, maybe not that. God. Yeah. I just remembered, I was just thinking about it, and like there was a massive sale today, and I probably should have bought myself a little black waistcoat just so I can, then I could have been Sally Bowles for Halloween.
0: I'll consider it. You should. yeah i but can be, the- you be sally and i'll be the mc we can do yes! that
1: Yes, <laughs> money 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 um <laughs> no uh this bit reminded me of when uh my ex was like i was in bed with him and we literally just had sex and he was like I fucking hate london like i hate london i hate it here i hate i, I hate like, the people here are horrible, uh, everything is <laughs> disgusting, I hate here and I want to leave. And I was just like,
0: okay. Yeah, it's like, okay, bud, even if I do agree with you, that's just a lot to unpack at this exact moment. Like,
1: <laughs> Yeah, also, like, everyone I've ever met who's, like, lived in New York for a period of time is like, New York's the best city in the world, like... I don't know. It doesn't have a working fucking transit system. Shut up.
0: Yeah, no kidding. But go off. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Petrovsky just... uh, Yeah, this is really where they're kind of like, wait, Carrie's going with you to live in Paris? Like, as in moving away from New York? And Carrie's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I haven't decided that yet. Why are you telling everybody this? Um, we we just talked about this like two hours ago, and you're bringing this up to every single person I know at dinner. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: It's and very he awkward. Just, he just like generally seems kind of controlling, not in an overt way, just in a, like her behavior is changed around him. Yeah, yeah, it's... <laughs> In a way that's not, like, normal when you're around Bruce Nixon and extent but, like... Yeah. There is a bit of behavior change, but, like, it's pretty significant. Like, Carrie is not the kind of girl she is with him.
0: It's true. And it's really, like... I don't know. She kind of just seems like this with every partner she has. Like, I feel like she kind of just molds to kind of fit their personality and interests. Like, it's not like she just picks up everything that they do and likes to do it. Like, obviously, she hated Aiden's cabin, but, like... I don't know. I do feel like she kind of just goes with whatever, and her personality changes, and it's like you know you can still like be yourself, but she has like no sense of humor when she's with the Russian. <laughs> so yeah,
1: which like I don't know. Maybe I guess there's a kind of Russian stereotype that like they're not funny, which I don't yeah. think is true. Uh, no, but it, yeah, he's not. He's not fun it's not like big is fun at least they really i will applaud the writers for making me want to see big again in a way like they they make the russian he gets worse but they make him so bad that when you see big again you're like oh thank god forgot all the other fucking trauma he put everyone through during the last six seasons. But finally, she's away from the boring, fucking, abusive asshole.
0: Yeah, well, it's like, he's... Like, I don't know, he's not fun at all. Which, obviously, like, relationships don't... I I was going to say relationships don't have to be fun, but, like, they really should be kind of fun. (laughs) But, like, he's just... He's so serious. Like, I get the appeal of the, like, romantic partner, like, the romantic man who is intimate with you in ways that big hasn't been but like you need like more than that you can't just have someone who does very romantic gestures to you you need to have something else going in your relationship other than that and i don't Mm -hmm. think
1: they have that really i don't know yeah yeah they don't really have anything more than just like wanting to fuck each other which is great but it's not the foundation of a healthy relationship yeah
0: and i mean like big and carrie don't have a lot going either but like they do have the kind of i don't know if i want to say like banter like they kind of like their personalities are both terrible so they kind of complement each other in similar ways whereas like the russian and carrie are terrible in different
1: ways (laughs) yeah it's kind of like um like a like a base and an acid, Oh, uh, right? They neutralize each other. Mm, if hmm. you put if you put orange into milk, you get water.
0: That is the that is the chemical reaction that happens. You get yes. water. <laughs> 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 incredible it's like that's what jesus did it was like to make to make wine he just like did some acid-based titration and he was like presto i made some wine
1: it's very good um yeah i would love to see jesus do that he's just like boom like he turned water into wine i mean technically like if you water a grape vine yeah then it makes grapes. You can turn the grapes into Ooh, wine. This is a good um, point.
0: I would love to have Jesus as a student in one of my chemistry. Like, I don't even do chemistry labs anymore, but I used to be a TA. And, like, I would love to have him in my labs and be like, you are not wearing the correct footwear. Um, You need closed-toed <laughs> shoes. and Please tie um, your hair back. Yes, please tie your hair back. And safety glasses. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hey,
1: you need... <laughs> What well, if you had, like, gloves on, but then the stigma to, like, through the gloves? You'd have to get a kind of glove that's just,
0: like, not blood permeable, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what kind of gloves are good for that, but...
1: I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> so, I guess, like... Oh, and he also says, like, they're not sculptures. They're light installations with video, like, because... That's it. So Charlotte, who obviously like knows art, asks him about his, like, his pieces. And she <laughs> goes, Oh, how are the sculptures doing? And he's like, They're not sculptures. And Carrie goes, They're large light installations accompanied <laughs> with video projection. <laughs> And everyone is just like, "Oh my god, this fucking asshole!"
0: Uh, I hate this so much. Like, I don't like. Maybe if I saw it, I would think like that's cool. But like, don't be a fucking jackass about what they're technically
1: called. Like, just just answer the question, you bitch. Like, just answer it. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Again, my artist ex has been posting like his paintings on Instagram with these like fucking paragraphs of. Like shit that doesn't make sense, and <laughs> I've been sending it to my friends, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because I would ask him about them, I'd be like, oh, what's this? And he'd be like, oh, it's just inspired by like this thing I saw, and uh-huh. um, I use like acrylics, and yeah, like he'd just say that, and then. <laughs> he's got these like long-winded paragraphs and i'm like dude yeah i'm still thinking about the one that i read that like
0: was so long and convoluted that i had to like sit down in the park to read it instead of just like walking and reading on my phone and then i got to the end of it and there was the word burrito in it and i was like i thought this was like really deep but then you're talking about burritos which like i guess burritos are deep but like i was like this is so many words to write at once i think noah even referred to it as like something rose Lalonde would write so like <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> it was a lot like, <laughs> it's a lot like i'm 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 not talking shit about him i'm just saying artists are pretentious they have to be Mm yeah because so, yeah i asked him to his face like multiple times about his different paintings and he's like oh i just i was traveling and i saw this thing and i thought it was cool so it kind of came to me and like and i just throw stuff on a fucking canvas and i'm like that's cool mm. All right. anyway there are multiple of those <laughs> they're great they're like like my morning fucking workout <laughs> Is reading through them. <laughs> oh, that's a lot.
0: I hate to read in the morning. It's just like, I wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is look and see if I got emails. And, like, even that's too much for me to read in the morning. Like, I could not read someone's Instagram prose in the morning. Like,
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> Every
1: day I get emails.
0: Yes, literally. Every day I get these Instagram fucking posts. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Carrie and the girls, like, go upstairs later to, like, talk in the bedroom or whatever about the Paris stuff, and they're all asking her, like, 10,000 questions, and then, like, Stanford comes in and is like, I cannot pretend to be one of the boys any longer, please let me in here, and it's a lot. Um <laughs> But I don't blame them for having a lot of questions, but, like,
1: it's overwhelming, like, Christ. Yeah. Yeah, it's overwhelming, like – <laughs> they're like where are you going to go where are you going to do what? and it's all questions she has to she'd think of herself like she's an adult um, you know like what are you going to do for work and blah 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 and this and that but it's I don't blame her for being overwhelmed by it so yeah. then the next scene is basically like everyone's gone just carrying Alex and um, they discuss Paris and he's like look you can live with me um I think he's going to be like staying in a hotel while his apartment is renovated like <sighs> um yeah he has loads of money which he's not doing anything with um mm-hmm. so he would just pay the rent in her apartment indefinitely
0: yeah And this is the point where I'd be like, well, okay, well, like, I could move with you there, but, like, what if we had an arrangement where I came back to New York, like, once a month? Because clearly you can afford that, and then I could still see my friends and, like, keep in touch with everybody and not be, like, totally uprooted and stuff like that. Which probably would be something he would do, but, like, she never even asks him that or
1: anything. She's just like, would I have to speak French? What the like, way to speak French, like yeah, okay. Also, I fucking hate rich people. Like, just let me just leave my apartment like completely empty while I, like, fucking gallop around France.
0: Oh, I hate it. If it was twenty twenty, she'd be turning her apartment into an Airbnb, and I would kill her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's really annoying, but yeah like he just seems to have solutions for everything that only a rich person could have and like she also just has questions he can't answer like what like what if it maybe it's only a year like do you know do you know anything and he's just like i don't have the answers to all of these questions <laughs> it's like i don't know it could be a year it could be longer than that like i don't know <laughs> like it remove it's moving it's not like just visiting so yeah mm-hmm.
1: who fucking knows um so then we go to brunch oh it's a short brunch i love it um <laughs> the girls are back to asking questions to carrie and she gets kind of mad she's like none of you are happy for me you're all just asking me questions like no one's happy for me um you're all just like accusing me you're all mad you don't like him and she storms off it, the drama
0: uh, she is like I feel like Miranda's the only one who outright sounds annoyed about it. Like, I honestly felt like Charlotte sounded kind of excited for her. Like, oh, where are you going to live in Paris? Not like, where are you going to live in Paris? Like, she was asking kind of more excitedly than annoyed. Like, you could tell Miranda's annoyed.
1: But, like... (laughs) Yeah, it's basically... It's Miranda seems to be the only one actually annoyed. Like...
0: Yeah. Like, the other ones are, of course, like, we want to still
1: see you. So it's hard. But... Exactly. Like The other two are, like, happy for her and also sad they'll be losing their friend. Yeah. Um, but it's Miranda that's, like, actually annoyed. Um, so Carrie s- storms off and then Samantha's like, so does anyone want to talk about my cancer?
0: <laughs> <laughs> she does say
1: that and I'm just like, Queen.
0: She, again, like, we haven't mentioned it, but, like, throughout the last few episodes she is still rotating wigs like every single scene like she's a new one yes! constantly and it's incredible it's so good
1: <laughs> every she has a new wig every scene i can only aspire like if i wore wigs i would just embrace it and be like yep yeah, new wig different me who it is yeah. it's girl. good
0: she just can be all these different people at once it's amazing <sighs> um but carrie is like it's time to ask your question because she keeps getting Mm. asked questions and so her question which would be kind of more on the nose if this was like the final episode of the series and not the third last episode of the series although maybe this is her last question i don't know um i
1: looked at the um the imdb trivia it's the last question and it's i think it's the last time she's seen writing until like the end the very last episode Okay. So is her last question
0: okay? And her last question is, "Is it time to stop questioning?"
1: <laughs> Good question. Um, uh, great point, Diane. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Period. And also, yeah. she like deletes the question mark. <laughs> <like, laughs> I have in my notes. I have period. Um, because she yeah she gets rid of the question mark and puts a a full stop. Or a period, and it's it makes you think. It's really funny because she's still
0: asking a question. She's just disguising it like she's not. (laughs) Like okay, yeah. I'm just like that's not grammatically correct. It's it's it doesn't make any sense. I don't even know. Like, there's no answer to this question. Like what do you even mean? Like, other people are asking you questions. I guess she's asking herself a bunch
1: of questions, like, should I move?
0: <laughs> I guess that's one yeah. question. But, like,
1: that I don't is, know. Yeah, it's a pretty big question, that as well. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's so stupid. Like, it's so dumb. Where she's like, Have we, are there too many questions? Like, that's a question.
0: Yeah, it is. But, you know, it's Carrie. And she, no thoughts she's had somehow, empty.
1: Yeah, she somehow has a career as a writer, even though she's kind of dumb. I mean, anyone can write something. Hank Green is a writer, technically.
0: Like, technically. there's all kinds of people who get published who are like, Ernest Klein, he's published. All right. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs>
1: published. You know? <laughs> I wanted a date with a guy who knew, like, Ernest Klein's son or something.
0: Uh, Ernest Klein fucked? That's so unfortunate. <laughs> I know. It's sad. But, <sighs> I'm not surprised, but that's disgusting. Um, mm. uh, we go next to Harry and Charlotte, and they're just like watching something on TV, and they have the dog, Elizabeth Taylor, with them, and Harry's just like, someone's getting a little chunky, and like, Charlotte thinks it's about her at first, but he's talking about the dog. <laughs> who's gained four pounds who that's like half her original weight because she used to weigh eight pounds apparently so she's she's pulling a real nanu
1: here (laughs) she's (laughs) getting a bit chunky um (laughs) but like i don't know as long as it's not like impacting her health i don't think it matters if your dog's a bit bit curvy (laughs) um but charlotte takes her to go get diet dog food and the the fucking pet store owner or like the pet store like a sales assistant, I guess, like is like, oh, she's so cute, can I hold her? And immediately he is like, Oh, she's pregnant. Like yeah. she's not she's not fat, she's pregnant. So I guess he just felt the fucking puppies in her tummy. Like <laughs> it's weird as in Charlotte no idea. couldn't and she was holding her the whole way there. Maybe the
0: maybe the store guy is just more familiar with pregnant dogs? I have no idea. I don't know. It's a very weird thing to think about. Um yeah. Charlotte's also just dumb. I'm also just thinking about how, like, I don't know, I feel like like, we've had fat cats before when I was growing up where, like, and we don't buy them diet food. Well, you might buy them a slightly healthier food, but instead of just calling it diet food, it's, like, you buy them healthier food and you feed them less of it. Like, you cut mm-hmm. the portions down usually for animals if you want them to lose weight. But, like, she's straight up just, like, you're going on a
1: diet. <laughs> like, Yeah, also as a dog, so, like, maybe just take him for, a, like, take her for a walk. It really doesn't matter. I mean, I guess, like, I don't even know, maybe, like,
0: dog shows care about that if she wants to put it in more dog shows, but, like, yeah, eh, eh, I don't know. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Who cares?
0: But she um, freaks out about it, like, it's this huge deal, and I'm like, it's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, she's upset because, obviously, Charlotte's been struggling with infertility, and she's like, everyone is pregnant but her, including the dog. <laughs> I understand yeah. that. I don't understand why she's shocked the dog is pregnant, considering the last time we saw the dog, she was getting gangbanged.
0: Literally, after that happened, if I was Charlotte, I would have been freaking out, like, oh my god, we're gonna have puppies. We're gonna have puppies. My dog is in yeah. heat and just got fucked by a bunch of other dogs. We're gonna have a bunch of puppies. But she doesn't even think about it. She's just like, ah, oh no, my poor
1: girl. But, like, what do you, what do you think was gonna happen? Yeah. <laughs> like... I don't know, if I had a gangbang during my fertile window, I'd probably be like, well, guess I'm pregnant, or I should at least uh, take a test, perhaps. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, take a test, maybe, like, if you, maybe take, like, a, and also, like, an STI test if you're gonna have sex with a lot of people at the same time that you don't previously know, like the dog did obviously you I, can't give a dog an sti test but i mean if you're a human like, you, <laughs> you want to have just, a doggy abortion is that what you're saying no i was saying you need to get like if you're gonna have sex with a bunch of people that you haven't previously like met or had sex with before all at the same time it's probably a good idea to have a test
1: afterwards
0: just to make sure yeah. that like you're you're like good for your next partner <laughs> yeah that's, that's all true. i was saying
1: I'm probably not going to have a gangbang anytime soon just because of the whole pandemic situation, but. Yeah, that's, when that's I a do, real limiter. Yeah. Yeah. When I do, I will be. I'll be safe. Yeah. F-
0: <laughs> I'm sure you'll be um, a lot safer than Elizabeth Taylor was. So, because there's the no dog. such thing as dog condoms. So,
1: you know. No. Or dog pulling out.
0: It's not on purpose, at least. I don't think. God, Ooh. we're getting really dangerously close to the band word uh that matt loves to oh, say yeah
1: um i forgot about that one anyway <laughs> let's move on um, um so sam yeah. and carrie are in a bookshop sam has a very cute like little spock like leslie karen wig on which i was obsessed with oh it's so good she looks so good mm-hmm. and carrie is upset because she's like oh no one's no one's happy for me and samantha's like i am and then carrie like more specifically is worried that miranda doesn't like petrovsky and Mm -hmm. samantha is like why do you care like miranda's not the one dating him and Uh if you're leaving like you don't need to see obviously you can still speak to miranda but like it's not like she'll be in your relationship or seeing you a lot so
0: yeah and she's also like he hasn't really gotten to know her like yeah, Like, maybe, I don't know, it's hard to say you don't like someone that you don't know very
1: well. I mean, it definitely is possible, but, like, you know, it's it, – they they haven't really yeah, gotten to only, know him. Yeah. No, they've only met, like, a couple times. Like, it's not yeah. that big of a deal.
0: Although Carrie does mention, like, she hasn't even tried to get to know him. Like, normally when there's a new guy, if she meets him, she has, like, a million questions for him. And she didn't really ask him anything at the dinner party. Like, it was – she she just doesn't give off the vibes that she likes him very much, and yeah, but Uh Samantha's kind of just like, it's fine, it doesn't matter, and she also kind of reminds Carrie, like, if you move to Paris, it's not just on his terms, like, you get to make call the shots too like if you if if there's like certain things that you want to come back to new york or if you want to have friends visiting you and stuff like that
1: and she's right like it's not just petrovsky's call like they're a couple especially because carrie is giving up a lot more than he is like he can pick up his work pretty much anywhere and carrie and he can also speak french um Carrie can't. Yeah. <laughs> so Carrie isn't going to be able to really work because she can't speak the language there. Uh-huh. You can't um, do anything. And, over- uh, yeah. yeah, she can't do anything. She's not going to have any friends. Like, it's a lot.
0: Yeah. And, like, obviously you don't need to, to work to be fulfilled or anything like that. She definitely doesn't need to have to work. But it is a big jump to move to a new country with someone that you're dating and not have some kind of backup situation like if they break up what is she gonna like she doesn't have anywhere to stay she doesn't have any of her own support at that point like obviously Mm -hmm. she has friends who could probably help her out and stuff but it is a big jump to lose a lot of independence with someone where they have a lot more
1: control over everything so like if they break up he has a way more stable situation exactly and like she wouldn't have any financial independence apart from the money that she already had saved and any sort of royalties from her book um yeah because yeah she'd have no financial independence if she wanted to buy stuff because we know we know women be shopping um all has to be on his card like on his his money basically she can only spend his money which is a lot like that is a lot of pressure in that obviously like financial abuse is a thing that's not really a good idea to just be dependent on him
0: yeah um, it could be carry like, either like yeah
1: you know. it could totally work out but like
0: yeah. um it is hard to lose that much mi- that many aspects of control at one time mm-hmm. <laughs> especially yeah. the it's language not, thing like, that's huge <laughs>
1: that's a huge thing it's not like she's moving somewhere and like she doesn't have friends but like she can pick up work and probably meet people there and have her own money or it's not like oh she gives up her job but she still has her friends um it's everything and also you can't speak the language like i guess she could pick it up but
0: yeah and like i bet all his friends are super pretentious and just assholes
1: like and would only speak in french around her and then be like a hundred percent they would just speak in french around her and then she doesn't know what the fuck they're saying and has to just like yeah just stare blankly off in the distance and get drunk oh totally
0: and like there's people there's loads of people in paris who speak french like she could easily not pick up french and still go to cafes and shit and speak english yeah. and like get stuff like that but especially
1: that's possible but she can't it's possible get but get like, no shade to french people um they kind of are they like speaking french
0: (laughs) oh yeah no and like i get it like if you're in their country like i'd be kind of pissed off if i was like french and someone comes in and they're just like hi can i get an americano and you're just like oh or something whatever the fuck um (laughs) they're very like that in quebec too like if you go to quebec city i mean i don't know i've been to quebec city and i've like tried my best to to use my shitty french and they'll often mm. just speak english back to me because they know that my french is not amazing and like you can get by like she she can get by she just can't actually hold the job or anything because she can't speak the language
1: but yeah like not to be a dumb Canadian, like non-canadian but whenever i hear about like people in quebec and, you know, like, French Canada being, like, we are French. I'm like, I don't know you're in Canada, <laughs> idiot.
0: <laughs> like, it's it's really interesting whole, from inside with of a Canada. whole ocean separating you. Like, yeah. you're
1: French. It's, you very,
0: like, it's very strange because it's – I guess it's not so much about, like, being French. It's about, no. like, the culture of Quebec. It's a mm. whole thing, but it's very, like – It's a very different from being anywhere else in Canada. I will say that (laughs) because I've been to Montreal quite a few times because my ex lives there and I visited a lot. And you can totally live in Montreal, by the way, without speaking like any French, like because McGill's there and it's like an all English university and like loads of people there just speak English all the time. So it's completely fine. But it's more like when you go into the smaller towns where a lot of people just straight up don't speak English. And if you speak English there, they're like fuck off
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean mood um, but yeah it's just I'm like I don't know I find it kind of weird I think it I just hate French people so I'm like oh there's extra French people I forgot about great I, uh,
0: and there's even more in New Brunswick too there's some French people in New Brunswick believe it or not Damn. so there's there's even more wild fucking wild but Gross. um. <laughs> Uh, yeah no quebec is something um beautiful province though but yeah it's something um yeah so then we get to a scene of petrovsky and carrie and they're in their apartment like about to go out and petrovsky's kind of just like oh are you coming and she's like oh just a sec i have to finish getting ready and he's like no i mean like are you coming to paris and She's like, I mean, I'm still undecided. Like, that's a huge call to make. And I don't know. Like, are you sure that you don't want to just like maybe do long distance or like you visit me here? I'll visit you there. And he's like, I'm done with this place. Like, like I've been here for a few years. Fuck New York. <laughs> Yeah. he basically straight up says no to long distance um despite the fact that he has the money to deal with long distance like one of the hardest thing about long distance relationships is financing visiting each other and stuff like that like that's yeah really hard to do but he,
1: obviously that's not a problem for him he just says no heart emoji
0: he does <laughs> that's exactly what he does <laughs>
1: because <laughs> like, yeah he could afford to do that um it's not like they have kids like obviously he has his daughter but like it's not like they have kids together like i don't know it's definitely possible to do long distance yeah and like the travel is not great but like in
0: new york to france isn't nearly as bad as like other places in the U.S. to France, it's basically as good as it gets for like yeah. being in America and trying to travel to Paris. But eh, it's it's a very like black and white situation for him.
1: So mm-hmm. he uh, he basically gives her an ultimatum and says, "No, like either either you move to Paris with me or we break up."
0: Yeah, <laughs> and it's like okay, well great that this is just on the table now as of like two days ago great uh so she has to figure it out
1: i get like even being able to do long distance but not necessarily wanting to yeah but like i don't know this is really it doesn't seem like it's much of the her decision it's just like he's decided what he wants
0: yeah, what he's basically saying is Paris is more important to me than you are. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's literally like what it is because whether or not she's coming, he's going. It's not a matter of, can we do a compromise here? I'm tired of New York. I kind of want to be back in Europe again. Hey, there's no compromise. It's literally just, yeah, I, I care more about this than I care about our relationship, which that sucks. Like, <laughs>
1: I don't know. I'm not, yeah, it's, it fucking sucks. Um, but they still need to go to this fucking party and. Yup. Yeah. So they, they go and his friend that they introduced to Enid is fucking Wallace Sean. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's really cool. Hello, good.
1: King.
0: Yeah. And, like, Enid sees him, and she's just, like, really disappointed that he didn't have any, like, hot artist friends. And when he's, like, not right there, like, Enid whispers to Carrie, he's a hobbit! (laughs) And, like, Carrie's like, well, he's really kind, and he's really smart, like,
1: give him a chance. Yeah, and I mean, kind of mean. Um... Yeah, like, but, you asked her to set you up, like, look, you we don't get set- up on a blind date, yeah. like, you can't, you can say, like, the type of person you're attracted to, but that doesn't mean that they exist.
0: Yeah, like, he only knows so many people in New York, probably, like, yeah, and
1: uh, of the ones who are
0: gonna say yes to go to this party for someone they don't know at all, it's just kind of like i don't know beggars can't be choosers i
1: guess Mm -hmm. yeah um also he works at bon appetit does he is that what he says they say he works at bon appetit oh my god i mean i guess this is just the conde nast episode um yeah this is uh, sponsored by conde nast um it but i was like wow i wonder if he was involved in the racism scandal (laughs) in this universe oh good
0: question like in this universe did did that happen still almost certainly yeah well it's hard for it to happen in this universe because there's no black people and there's no like people of color in this universe so like how could it happen
1: (laughs) yeah the demographics in new york are like 0.0001 percent black yeah um as we all know 000.1 latino zero zero like there everyone is white everyone is white but also i don't want to believe that Wallace sean could be racist so
0: yeah i don't want to either so no we just won't
1: yeah um but he's he's nice he's a pleasant person anyway yeah he seems like a nice guy yeah but i don't know she's not interested because he's not sexy
0: yeah uh this is where we meet lexi
1: Mm mm-hmm also, side note: Bold of, bold of her to be like he's a Hobbit when I'm pretty sure Mikhail Barishnikov is like five foot five.
0: Yeah, like they're not that far off from each other. <laughs> but
1: no, I guess like- Mikhail
0: Borishnikov is like a little bit more like traditionally handsome, I guess. But like, yeah, I don't know. It makes no sense. Also, Hobbit's fucking. Cool, he's not so like fuck off.
1: Yeah, exactly. But he- he's not tall. Uh, anyway <laughs> so yeah so also enid and carrie i guess swap dates at this party like she's talking the whole night to to Wallace sean and enid is like straight up just flying with petrovsky like in front of carrie's face uh uh-huh.
0: yeah it's very awkward. Like, they're sitting very close on the couch and he's just like being a normal person, kind of. And she's just like kind of close to him and like very much flirting. And Carrie goes over to be like, um, <laughs> hello? Uh, and like he, he gets up to do something and she's like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> Like <laughs> it's kind of just like, Oh, why can't I have him? And Carrie's like, because he's dating me. Like, yeah, I'm no? just like,
1: why can't I have a man like him? And, <laughs> and carries just like, um, because he's my boyfriend.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <sighs> it's it is very funny that that this is happening, um, and yeah, like before that happens, we get the part where Lexi just yells at Carrie across the room, like this character we've never met before, but who's apparently like known Carrie for years, and she's just like Carrie Bradshaw, and yes. just drop stuff bombs and just yelling across the whole party, like clearly being way less classy than everyone else there, and it's good shit. <laughs> This is
1: going to be me in 20 years.
0: Oh, she's so good. Matt thought this was Christy Alley, and I'm like, they kind of look similar, I guess, but it's very much not Christy Alley. Also, I found out recently that Christy Alley is, like, a massive Trump supporter, and I was like, that's
1: so disappointing. Um, she's and- a Scientologist as well, I would love to know. she's um, she's
0: got some bad takes, so <laughs> I'm yeah, happy it's not her. She's-
1: no, she's not great. No, instead of... uh, it's- similar looking it's kristen johnson who was in third rock from the sun that's what i always think of her from and also austin powers so
0: yeah that was what that's kind of more
1: what i know her from
0: um yeah i never really watched much third rock from the sun but um
1: i watched it but like don't remember much of it like all i remember is the cast and i that they were aliens
0: yeah, all I really remember is that John is in it, but it's one of the things where he's actually, like, normal and nice. Well, like, not normal, but, like, my main association <laughs> with John Lithgow is Dexter, and so, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the show where he doesn't kill people, so. Yeah, John
1: Lithgow's kind of scary, like. Yeah, I mean, also Lord Farquaad. That's true. F- fuck, yeah, talk about hobbits. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, that's who she
0: is, and uh, she's kind of just like, oh, I'll catch up with you after I have a smoke, and she, like, goes upstairs to, like, I guess go to the roof, probably, to have a smoke. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, for a bit, we go back to Miranda and Steve, and this is where Miranda, like, actually finally admits that, like, no, she doesn't like Petrovsky, she's just like – Uh, he's so pretentious, and just like, I've always thought he was pretentious, and, like, Carrie just acts different around him, like, she never laughs at anyone's jokes, she's just, like, it's really frustrating, and Steve's just like, Miranda, no offense, but you never think anyone's good enough for you and your friends, and Miranda's like, fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, like, clearly her standards are low enough, because she has, she's with Steve,
1: so, but. Mm -hmm. Well, she's like, he says, you didn't like me, but I knew I'd wear you down. (laughs) She's just (laughs) like, okay. Um, But he also is like actually nice. And he says, look, I know you're worried about Carrie, but everything's going to be okay. And he's still going to be here for her. And her friends are still going to be there. Like he can tell that Miranda is just freaking out. She's upset because her friend is going to leave. Like that's the real reason Oh yeah,
0: like it's, it's definitely like, if it was just Petrovsky, it, it, like that would have come up already because she's been dating him for a yeah. long enough time. But like clearly that's not the issue because yeah, it's, it's the issue that she's moving away. And I'd be kind of sad too. Like one of your friend moves away to like a different continent over like a guy that you might not really care about that much who like you don't really think is that good for her who you just barely know and like you just have to say goodbye to one of your best friends like that's kind of hard but yeah i do feel like maybe she doesn't need to quite handle it quite this way directly to carrie (laughs) like so directly and bluntly as she will later in this episode but like Mm. i get it i get where she's coming
1: from yeah i don't know not gonna lie if my guy had asked me to move new york with him i would have been like bye cunts <laughs> um and abandoned all my friends. <laughs> I was You're like, so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Like, I don't know. But also, like I don't know. I liked him and like if he had enough money just me to just just support me while I'd sit around looking pretty. Uh-huh. <laughs> That'd be Absolutely a dream. Gone. Just like you
0: don't have to work anymore. Just like sick. I get to be in this new city. Um, at least if you move to America, you could like meet other people who speak the same language as you like as your first language (laughs) and it'd be a bit easier but yeah um so after that we go back to the party and um then carrie goes up to the bathroom upstairs and that's where lexi's doing coke and Mm -hmm. this is where carrie's like people still do
1: coke (laughs) i don't do coke anymore like carrie doesn't even smoke anymore
0: this is such a weird question to ask someone. Like if I came into a bathroom and someone was doing Coke, I'd just be like, oh I'm sorry, like I'll let you do your thing. Um but she's just like, people still
1: do that. <laughs> just Jesus, kind of rude. So <laughs> obnoxiously, like, uh, people still do coke. Like, uh, Coke is for losers. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't understand like why are you like that's such a rude question to ask, but whatever. Um She's Yeah, her nose is already fucking the dollar bill is already up her nose, like i don't know be nice
0: yeah you're like this is just someone that you know that you're catching up with it's not like this person's been rude to you um yeah. and she does offer some to carrie and carrie's like no i'm okay and uh then lexi's like thank god you're here like we're the only single people in this thing of couples and carrie's like oh i mean well actually i'm here with a man and lexi's just like fuck you <laughs> <And>
1: she leaves <laughs> she <laughs> it is, is very, very it's so funny yeah she's like (laughs) (laughs) fuck you um
0: it's very good um it does kind of sound like the kind of thing that like carrie and her friends would say to each other if like one of them was like i don't know like really settling down and it's kind of like it sounds kind of like something samantha would say i think yeah (laughs) like oh fuck you you're you're also getting married great um Mm. But yeah, Lexi also says this party is bullshit, and she's, you know, I'm, it's
1: probably right. It does
0: seem kind of like bullshit. It yeah. doesn't even look fun. But It looks so
1: boring. It's just people, like... It's just, like, old people. No offense to old people, but it's old people being like, oh well, I actually uh, uh, come from a long line of whatever, and talk about, like, art and being annoying and retentious. Like It's oh, yeah. not, like, fun art parties with, like, young artists i feel like those parties there is a lot of cocaine there's a lot of drugs <laughs> um people are still being pretentious but there's drugs this one yeah there's canapés so it's like all right well which one's going to be more fun
0: mm, yeah
1: probably, i also just yeah.
0: don't care for successful people being really pretentious no. it's kind of like fuck you like you already have a bunch of money and shit like don't try to make it seem like your art is so much more valuable than like someone else's just because you're like people know you like fuck off i don't know yeah
1: and like i don't know maybe it's just like my taste art from like fucking spoiled little rich kids is just automatically trash it's just automatically shit like and i'm talking all art not just like paintings yeah like it's automatically kind of shit and you need to prove me wrong I'm just gonna assume it's bad because, yeah, like, you know.
0: Well, you like just grew up with everything, so it's kind of like yeah. I don't care. Like, I was watching a video about why rent sucks the other day, and mm-hmm. so much of it is just like all of these people have like supportive families who could like pay for them if they just like didn't have any money and were actually poor and like actually needed to live on the street. But they're all just rich kids who are like, no one appreciates me enough. And I was like, wow, I'm so happy I've never seen this movie. I'd be so mad all the time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Also, well, like, yeah, like, you're not going to lose anything if you, like, don't make it as an artist. You're not going to lose anything. You can just go back and work at daddy's law firm. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, it's, there's not really that much consequence. Like, there's a lot of privilege, in being the kind of person who has parents who will back you up if you happen to fail at something and that you can kind of have the ability to just pursue the stuff you want to do. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but... Yeah. Uh But yeah, anyway. Rant I'm, over. <laughs> yeah, rant over. Um Then we are... St- then we got a really quick scene of Charlotte's like scrubbing the floors because she's like, someone can't keep her bladder in when she's pregnant. And she's like cleaning up piss, and Harry's just like, Charlotte, Elizabeth Taylor's giving birth in the bathtub.
1: Yeah. Which I mean, good job they got it in the bathtub. Uh, saves a lot of cleaning to be had in the future. Uh huh. But she, yeah, she's giving birth, and Charlotte's automatically, like, she doesn't care anymore. She's like, oh, mommy's coming. And yeah, she's now excited. <laughs> yeah, she's super excited. I mean, puppies. Like, if you're not puppies. excited for puppies. They're mm, so cute, too, girl. when we
0: see them. Oh, I love them. Yeah,
1: yeah. and then but, we go to the party again. <laughs> yeah, then we go to the party. Um, So, this... I want to be in the room where it happens.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is that a this Hamilton?
1: Is the, this is the room where it happens. I don't give a shit about signing any fucking papers. This is the yeah. room where it happens. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, it is. They, uh, they you know, there's just the is going on like normal. And Carrie and Petrovsky are talking about Paris. And he's like, I want you every day. I, you know, I, you know, I know you have a life in New York, but like, who do you want to come home to every night? Like an empty apartment or coming home to me? And just they're talking and um then Lexi comes by and she's like, Wanna smoke, Carrie? And Carrie's like, Oh, I don't smoke anymore. And again Lexi's just like, fuck you.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, she- <laughs> and she's going around asking everyone for like a lighter. And she's just like, oh fuck it. She finds one and she goes to the window to smoke and opens it and it's one of those yeah, like, is like you it's, yeah it's like a floor-to-ceiling window and yeah ina's like you can't smoke in here but also it's literally snowing so she's like i'm not gonna go outside like fuck you
0: yeah So <laughs> she smokes at the window okay but yeah like you said floor-to-ceiling window so she cracks it open and this whole time she's just, like, she's really upset that she's, like, what do you mean you can't smoke in here anymore? Like, this is New York. It's not fun anymore. Like, everything used to be so fun and great in New York, and now it's just, blah, it sucks, and, like, New York is over. Uh, New- and she then- says New York is
1: dead. New York is yeah. dead. <laughs> and everyone is just staring at her. She's giving this monologue.
0: Yeah, and um, it's, like. Monologue like a little on the nose for the theme of the episode of carrie being like hmm should i leave new york um but yeah she's fully just like and then doesn't she say like i'm so bored i wish i was dead or something she says i'm so
1: bored i could die yeah and then and she- then <laughs> trips on her stiletto like it buckles under her foot and she tries to grab the curtain and falls clean out the window. And this uh-huh. is the thing. The I've like, it's a great moment because it's just so yeah. for the show, it's so unexpected. Like no one has died on screen. Um twists and turns. But also it's it's HBO, just, baby.
0: <laughs> HBO Anyone can Baby. Die.
1: But like it's so funny in a dark yeah. comedy way. Like her speech is so funny. And the way she dies right after saying, I'm so bored I could die with a cigarette in her hand and a martini glass. Like,
0: yeah, go off a bit. And, like, she kills it as an actress to me. Like, it's just really. It's such a classic moment of this show. And. Yeah, it's very much like, am I supposed to be laughing or am I supposed to be shocked or like you don't really know how you're supposed to feel when it happens? Because like this isn't a show that usually has characters die on it, um, especially not in such a shocking way of like falls out the window of a building in New York City.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> and this window seems like a massive safety concern because like I... <laughs> fully in my flat like i have a i have a floor to ceiling window in my flat um because it's a new build but like the bottom half of it doesn't open and it only opens so wide that like a person can't really fit through it so yeah that
0: seems reasonable
1: it's not you know for like accidentally i couldn't just like trip and fall out of it and Mm. it opens it opens in a certain way so you can't fall out of it (laughs) um as you know architects do but like i will forgive this just for the for the drama of it all for drama
0: oh yeah no i'm fine with it and uh, whatever like maybe building planners were less good at it 20 years ago than they are now <laughs> i don't know yeah but uh yeah it's a lot and then we get this we cut to like this montage of how like new york gets covered in snow it's winter time like snow in the park snow everywhere and we see a newspaper that says party's over <laughs> with an exclamation mark <laughs> and then there's another one that says splat the title of the episode um uh, mm-hmm. and uh then we also see the puppies and they're so cute uh, they don't look anything like Elizabeth Taylor, which makes sense, but they're mm-hmm. very cute. <laughs> um, And then we get to the funeral. Uh, so the girls are, like, outside the funeral chapel or whatever the fuck it is. And um there's like, talking a bit about death. And uh, the girls er, – not the girls. Carrie tells the girls that she's decided she is going to Paris. She quit her job and – natalie's rap voice no more questions
1: uh that's it yeah yeah i mean i guess she comes to the realization after obviously uh, horrifically seeing her friend die right in front of her which like yeah um and the idea that life is short and she doesn't want to be lexi like she doesn't want to be the single woman in her 40s who just parties all the time and smokes and drinks and embarrasses herself and then dies alone which okay fair enough Uh i don't know
0: why that's it's not like a new york
1: specific problem no like you could just break up with him and then like boom like yeah that's not a new york specific problem like i don't know that can happen to anyone
0: Yeah. But, like, the article I linked about the – um where they interviewed, like, the show creators or whatever about why they did this episode was largely because they really needed a push for Carrie to – like, for it to be believable for her to say yes to leaving New York. And it was really just, like, we needed someone to kind of make her realize maybe, like, New New York isn't what she wants to be doing in the next, like – five to ten years of her life and maybe moving on is okay for her to do it's just kind of like a really weird way to show it um yeah but i guess that makes sense so that's why it's
1: so late in the show that this happens um well we can't have a character arc because that would be too difficult so it needs to happen (laughs) immediately
0: god truly like you think that they could have like maybe slowly built up over time that Carrie was like, you know, I love New York city and it's like always going to be important to me, but I feel like I need something different in my life. Like that's a totally reasonable thing to say. Like I could, you know, empathize with that. Like I really loved the place where I grew up and I was like, I don't want to live here my whole life though. I do want to move somewhere else. Just, I don't know, something, try something different. Um, but yeah, that's, I guess, the last straw that she already did seem like she was very on the fence about it. Like, it wasn't like she was an automatic, no, I'm not leaving until that happened. It was just kind of, like, the last push, I guess.
1: hmm mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would, like, yeah, like, I like London, but maybe, but I would also, like, leave if the right circumstances came about. And I feel like mm-hmm. maybe if they had shown a bit more of the rush in her having, like, a relationship it would be believable that like oh this she's finally with a guy who respects her and who she loves and it makes sense that like that's that's been her driving force for the entire show so it's completely believable that like yeah she would give up a lot to be with someone that made her happy
0: yeah it would be a lot more believable i mean like i moved to ontario like, I mean, it wasn't because Matt lived here. It was because I got a job here. Yeah. <laughs> but I did still move back to Ontario. And it was like my number one choice for where to move after I finished my, after I finished grad school was back to Ontario again, because Matt lived here. So it's kind of like a little bit of both. Yeah. But I do get that being like, well, this is a really important person to me. So, you know, doing something that makes it easier for us to be together makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So I, I can empathize with that.
1: Yeah, and the rest of the girls have kind of moved on with their lives, so it's like, I don't know, it makes perfect sense. Like, they didn't really need to do that, they could just have better written characters, but I digress. (laughs) They couldn't have done that, let's be real.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No um so yeah they do the funeral oh and by the way enid shows up with uh with the guy from the party so i guess they did somewhat hit it off
1: after that they bonded after (laughs) i think it's just that she grabbed the nearest available man because she watched someone die
0: yeah that's very possible she did watch someone die basically like in her own apartment which is kind of fucked up or not in the apartment
1: but like from her apartment um i mean yeah she did die I don't know, because of her apartment. But she fell from her fucking window, and she has to now walk past her own window in her house and be like, someone fucking died. Think about from that there. every time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot to think about. It uh, is.
0: <laughs> many thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then the funeral ends, and Miranda and Carrie are walking in the snow after, and Miranda's just like, I can't believe you quit your job. Like, you can't write your paper in Paris? And, I mean, Carrie does make kind of a good point. Because this whole episode, I was like, why don't you just do your column from wherever? Like, you don't have to be in New York. But, like, part of the argument is that they don't exactly – like, the whole idea of the paper is that New York girl, New York paper – Mm-hmm. Not, you know, American Girl in Paris,
1: which I guess. Yeah. Also, do you see the creators of Sex and the City, There's, they're releasing, like, a show which is about an American girl who moves to Paris, and I'm pretty sure she works for, like, a fashion magazine. Why? I it's just... Called- I know. <sighs> it's called Emily in Paris. It looks very, like... It's just what Sex and City Season 7 would could have been, I guess. Uh...
0: Paris fucking
1: blows. I hate it.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hate that.
1: I don't like that at all. No. She, um, but Carrie could yeah. also write another book or write a book. She didn't really write the last one. It's just yeah. a collection of her uh, articles. But she could write a book. Like She's a public yeah. author. She could continue working for Vogue. Like Yeah.
0: She could do or that. Or she could be like,
1: oh, do you know anyone at Vogue Paris who'd be interested?
0: Yeah, like, that seems like it'd be a really interesting thing for her to do, um, mm-hmm. but yeah. Then okay, this part I really agreed with Carrie over Miranda, and I kind of wanted to slap Miranda at this at this one specific part because Miranda's like. I don't know, Carrie, like you can't just give up your column. Your column is you. And Carrie is like, yeah. that is not me. That is my job. And I was like, go off. You are not defined by the labor that you do. Like, <laughs> like ca- Carrie like, the anti-capitalist communist queen. <laughs> yes, Carrie the like, communist it's your job is just something you do and hopefully you like it but like that is not her like her column is not her like shut up miranda fuck you um one of the only times where i'll be like yeah
1: yeah i mean it would have made sense if if miranda was like so you're just not gonna write like you love writing like that's that's you right that's something you love doing And it's something that is important to you. That makes sense. But she's like, no, your job is the thing that defines you. Like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. That's not it.
0: It is a very Miranda thing to say, which is one of the things about Miranda that I'm like, okay, this is where we stop relating. (laughs) Like, even if I do enjoy my job, it's definitely not what makes me who I am. But okay. Mm -hmm. Um yeah so then miranda just she she she's like upset she's like i think you're making a huge mistake and carrie's like can you just admit that you don't like petrovsky and that that's the issue and miranda's like fine i don't like him
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's just straight up like yeah i don't like your boyfriend yeah your boyfriend kind of sucks um that's it well no it's because she doesn't want her to also was anyone else getting a bit of a gay vibe Mm. this very much felt like two like sapphics who were secretly in love with each other but didn't want to say it
0: mm. where miranda's like it's not that i hate him it's that i love you and she yeah. even does say carrie you know i love you before she leaves which like obviously you can say as friends and i encourage people to say it as friends but like i do like to think about lesbians so like mm. that it would be
1: nice bit, it felt a bit gay it felt a bit gay like mm-hmm. it kind of like the 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 words unsaid you know they were pl- maybe it was i don't want to say it was just um cynthia nixon i know she's queer and everything and i don't want to say it was just her but like the way she was playing it it was like she wanted mm-hmm. to tell carrie that she loved her i was feeling the vibes. Yeah? i was yeah i could buy that yeah i could buy that for sure also i think she's the better actress but oh she is yeah yes. she for sure is She is. <laughs> but
0: like that's yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. like no shade to sarah Duska parker but like she's fine but she's i don't like i don't think she's ever had a moment in the series where i've been like god damn whereas all the three other actresses i've been like yeah you there have been scenes in the show where like you've genuinely impressed me mm-hmm. um Whereas Sarah Jessica Parker is like, I'm just thinking of like the episode where she's doing the tears over Big's heart surgery, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm gonna kill you, <laughs> like Carrie, not Sarah Jessica Parker, but no, it's I still like not Sarah believable. She's fine. It's like whatever. I don't.
1: I mean, I don't know. Yeah. She's... <laughs> yeah, her husband did like kill someone though. This is true. Wasn't she in the car at the same time? No, like... that was Jennifer Gray
0: from Dirty Dancing. Oh. Mm. Like a funny Ferris Bueller mu- murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was both of them.
1: Yeah, they played no, it wasn't even murder as a through
0: which is, is kind of Yeah, gross. it wasn't murder, it was like manslaughter, I guess, but anyway. <laughs> um, the Ferris Bueller murder. But like, it was. Like, it was Matthew Broderick, so... I'm just. Imagine going to bed every night knowing that your husband has killed a person. Like, I mean, I guess that's just what it's like to be an army
1: wife, but like.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's fucked up. It's fucked up. I I don't think I've ever slept with anyone that's killed someone, from what I know. I, don't
0: think I have either. And it just makes me think of that one Tumblr post that's like, sometimes I wonder if I'm the only person on Neopets who's ever killed another person. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it's it's good it's very funny to me um but anyway the carrie and miranda basically just have a fight and carrie kind of storms off like it's not your life it doesn't matter what i do you're not the Mm -hmm. one who's going to be living with him so you know that's that's that on that and miranda just says carrie you know i love you but then carrie walks away yeah um yeah yeah Yeah, it's very, Mm. I don't want, you're alive.
1: Was that it in Varsity Blues? I haven't seen Varsity Blues, but maybe. Anyway, I don't know. That's it. Well, kind of. Yeah. Kind of.
0: There's, like, one last scene of, like, a completely empty Central Park. Like, there's no people here other than Carrie and the Russian. They're riding, like, this horse-drawn carriage through the snow. This was Really fast. Yeah. Weird way to end
1: an episode. It was so weird because, like, it looks fake. Like they're on a, they're not on like a carriage. They're on a sled. Like they're on a sled. Like they're in Lapland. And like yeah. Harry has these, like earmuffs on. It's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah, and it's, yeah. Like, oh, and wow. it's l- like it's a- like carriage. Like- yeah, yeah. It's like Frozen. It's like at the end. It's like in Frozen.
0: Yeah. And I'm pretty sure like I've been on a like horse-censored word um drawn carriage before cuz they're really popular in Victoria. Um they're I don't think they're supposed to go that fast. There's like that it's like cantering through Central Park with them on it. And I'm like, this seems a little ridiculous. You're supposed yeah. to just be going at like a nice light pace, aren't you? But Mhm. Anyway, both of them to end the episode with a fucking shot of a horse is traumatic to me and i'm happy that there's two more episodes left to cleanse my palate yeah um i guess Penultimate yeah. episode next week yep it's part one of the two-part finale next week mm-hmm. and uh shows never really had like two-part season or series finales for a long time and then it became like so popular in the 2000s like I think like every season finale of Lost was like a two or even like a three parter finale, and I'm like, this is so much. Like you can just do one episode finale. The second last episode can just be like the second last episode. But
1: (laughs) well, it was like when all those like teen movies started doing like two part movies, like two part finale of their series because of Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, like I
1: get it for some reason.
0: Like for some series, I get it. But, like, for some of them, they really didn't need to do it. But... The it
1: made sense.
0: I they guess. needed to split that into two. Like, it was just too much plot to do in one movie. But, yeah. like... Yeah. Other stuff. The Hobbit is three movies. That's fucking bullshit. I'm gonna fucking kill Peter Jackson with my bare hands. Not mm. a threat. Um, Just a fact. Just a fact. Like, fuck, those movies sucked ass. And I love Lord of the Rings. Like, Jesus Christ, three movies? Like anyway i'm not I'm not gonna get riled up about this, but I hate them <laughs> um and it's not even just because of Martin Freeman who fucking sucks, but um anyway, rankings <laughs>
1: um it's this is a hard one because like half of them don't have plots like it's just Carrie it's the Carrie show, so yeah. like Samantha doesn't have anything to do um. Neither does Miranda. Charlotte has the dog. And then it's just Carrie. It's just Carrie. So my number one is Lexi Featherston. Um, Yeah. Everyone else barely gets a pass.
0: Yeah, she's definitely the top of the... She's like the star of this episode. She's the star of this season. Like, genuinely just the... Like, remember how this season had burger in it? Like, Uh, yeah, (laughs) the fuck? Anyway... She is definitely really good, highlight of the season, really great episode, real great character. Um, I feel like I want to put Samantha at the top of, like, the four girls. Mm-hmm. Because she the doesn't wigs? do anything – wigs, yeah, the wigs. She doesn't do anything, like, upsetting, and all she does is encourage Carrie. Like, she's kind of just like, obviously I'm sad to see you move away, like, you're one of my best friends, like, that's so sad, but – like, you do you, make sure that you do it on your own terms and not just his, and I'll support you. Like, she's just a good friend throughout it. Like, I just think she's the top. Um, yeah. Then, uh, fuck, like, who cares about most of these characters? I feel like um, Charlotte may be second, because she's like – gives birth, she doesn't give birth. She delivers the puppies and she holds the puppies and I got to see the puppies. and so that was nice. and she seems kind of supportive of Carrie. And then maybe Carrie herself, I hated when she was like, why are you doing Coke? Um, but I did like when she said communism marks forever uh to miranda so she's third and then miranda is fourth like i don't even think she was fully wrong like she was somewhat valid Mm. but i just don't care
1: i just don't i can't yeah yeah i'm with you Mm -hmm. like i don't know it's hard to care but samantha is the top really
0: yeah it's really the only character who i feel like kind of stood out as anything because like Half of the episode for Charlotte was just her being like, why is my dog fat? And it's like, who cares? You're a bad pet owner. You shouldn't have a pet, probably. But mm. anyway, Um yeah. Excited to see Questions. our rankings for the final two. I'm also... I guess there's also the movies, too, but, like...
1: Oh, yeah. I'm so
0: tempted to go back and look at all our rankings for the whole show and, like, try to tally them and see, like, overall what the rankings were
1: <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> I I mean, we probably should have... I feel like we got about halfway through and we were like, oh, we should have maybe done that. Now, I mean, more power to you if you do that. I would absolutely not want to.
0: <laughs> just, I would absolutely... Yeah, like, you would have to jump to the end of every episode and then just try to pinpoint the moment where we start – where we finish talking about the actual episode. It would be kind of annoying, but yeah, not terrible, I guess. But mm. oh, there are, like, 90-something episodes now, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh-huh. Okay, so – We have Tumblr questions. We do. Um, If you want to send us a question for our season finale part uh, – wait, it's – um, an American Girl in Paris, part uh part One. I can't remember if it's masculine or feminine. Um, if you want to send us a question for part one of the series finale, <laughs> uh, send it to us at citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com slash ask. Uh, our first question for today is from Boyga Meister on Tumblr, friend of the show, guest of the show, uh, Matt Berger, who is saying not to, not to relate to make you relate to Carrie or anything. But when is a time you just said fuck it and left? Um when I
1: dropped out of school. Oh fuck, nice. <laughs> I love <laughs> just it. Just like you know that uh, th- my favorite video of the girl auditioning for um Exit model and she's like, "You know, I just don't think it's right for me. Like I can't take the pressure of it." And then clops out. That's yeah. <laughs> me with Almost anything. Uh huh. I'm just like, I can't take the pressure of it. I'm just gonna
0: leave. Yeah. I came so close to dropping out of grad school, like ridiculously close to dropping out of grad school. And I almost said fuck it and left, but I didn't. And like part of me is like, God, I could have just said fuck it and left. But then part of me is, like, I guess I do have a lot of the stuff I have now because I didn't leave. Yeah. But, like, fuck, grad school fucking sucked. I hated it so much. I was so depressed I should have dropped out. Um, I don't know about just, like, saying fuck it and left because I do feel like anytime I've left a situation, I have thought so hard about it for so long before making that decision. Like... Like, breaking up with my last boyfriend, for example, was something I thought about doing for, like, five-plus years before doing it. Oof. <laughs> so, I don't know if it's exactly fuck it and leave, because uh, that kind of implies that it's, like, rip the band-aid off and just do it. Um
1: But, uh, it's a good question. Yeah, I either drastically overthink things or just, like, act purely on impulse. Um Which yeah. is fun. Um there is a reason my character has been described as emotionally unstable uh but like i think i remember i had a job once where like they would keep me like two hours i was on the closing shift and they'd keep me like twice they kept me two hours later to like clean up even though and one time I was, like, crying and I felt ill and, like, I really need to go home and felt sick. And they still made me yeah. um, stay. And I was just, Ugh. like, I just woke up one day and I was, like, yeah, I'm not going.
0: <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not going. <laughs> Good. I love that. <laughs> fuck you.
1: Yeah. I was, like, fuck, no, nah, I'm not going. Like, I don't need, I don't need to do this. You guys are dicks. And if it fucks mm-hmm. you over, if it fucks over your business for me not to come, I don't care. Like, good.
0: Yeah, like, that seems like a you problem.
1: Maybe you should have figured that
0: shit out beforehand. Um, Maybe every business should figure that out beforehand. They're like, we're so short-staffed. If one person doesn't come in, everything is ruined. And it's like, yeah, that could be solved real easily, but Mm. okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have any really massive fuck-off moments, but yeah, I can relate to Carrie just kind of fucking off and being like, I'm ready for something new. So... Um Our other question is from a friend and guest of the show, Summer, aka Kitty Princess on Tumblr, who has asked, what is the wildest distance to reward ratio you've traveled for something? So for example, driving three hours just for Taco Bell. <laughs> I love how like that's such a... I feel like that's such an American or North American thing to do. Cause obviously, like, you're not gonna, like, you wouldn't drive like three hours to get Taco Bell. (laughs) But, like,
1: there's not, I mean, I will say there are not a lot of Taco Bells in the UK, but weirdly enough, there is one like 10 minutes from my house.
0: Oh wild i've never been to taco bell in my life and
1: i'm 29 me me neither Um, and i'm kind of considering like going or at least getting delivery
0: yeah like i feel like i don't know i feel like everyone being like complaining about them getting rid of potatoes means i should probably try the potatoes before they leave if they haven't already and like everyone talks about like the baja blast and i'm like maybe
1: i should try this i don't know Mm, i don't know i don't even think they do baja blast her blast um but that- <laughs> i'm considering walking the 10 minutes to go to taco bell but mm. like i don't i don't know I, I tell me if it's worth it it's probably not i don't um, know i couldn't I tell you yeah i feel like it is a very american thing like americans at least like outside of the city like major cities are just like um i guess i might travel fucking five hours and still be in the same fucking state like what (laughs) it is very funny because i thought about this question and i was like oh well we went to belgium for a day yeah like that's kind of like yeah i left the country (laughs) <laughs> so yeah i guess that was kind of to and it was it was on a school trip and we went to like look at world war one like rape sites like, yeah world war one cemeteries which obviously was very poignant and stuff but it was kind of like okay if we're in if we're in a different country can we experience some culture uh yeah no
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i will say i haven't probably a lot more things to say about this question than you do because of that because of the north american thing because i feel like i've done a lot of travel for low reward shit before like obviously i've also done a lot of travel for like high reward shit before, like, the number of times I've driven to Sudbury to visit Matt back when he didn't live with me, I'm not like, oh, that wasn't, like, a low reward thing. So, like, those were good trips of, like, four and a half hour drives each way to, for something I liked. Those were good. Um, but in terms of the bad things, um, I think the number one is that I flew direct from Vancouver to Paris once, so that was extremely low reward mm-hmm. because... I ended up in Paris, and that was, like, a nine-hour flight or something like that. I don't remember. It was fucking long and bad. Um, so that's up there. There's another one where I, one time with friends, like, we drove from... Victoria up island like on on Vancouver Island up to the someone's campsite and it was like an hour and a half drive away one time just uh, like out of nowhere and I I was so pissed off because I had to work the next day at five in the morning and <sighs> we didn't get home until like two in the morning and I was like I'm not having fun at all I'm just gonna be a pissy bitch about this the whole time so that was a, I was pissed off about that um I have taken a lot of buses from Ottawa to Montreal to visit a terrible person. So mm-hmm. extremely, extremely low reward, negative reward for that amount of time put in and the terrible Greyhound bus rides I had to deal with for that. Um, yeah, I've also been to Florida before. So that was extremely low reward because it was florida
1: (laughs) um i've been to florida before but i was six we went to the like theme park so i had fun yeah well we did do that but it was also just like a
0: terrible experience of like i had my first kiss there but it was with this disgusting boy from west virginia that i didn't know and like just, it was a trip, and it, uh, Florida is disgusting, so, like, very low reward in that case. Um mm-hmm. I also, like, said ex-boyfriend, who I visited in Montreal a lot, I one time flew from Victoria to Tor- well, Mississauga to visit him working there over the summer and stayed there for, like, a week, and it fucking sucked, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, a lot of low reward of traveling. I I feel like Summer was looking for things that were more like low reward as in like you get something that you enjoy, but it's not that exciting. But I'm like, yeah, no, these are things I've traveled like several hours for that I was just like, that I just hated. (laughs) that I didn't like doing it all.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Um, I would say, God, once I like, I've traveled. For some reason, London is hooked up weird where like, so where I live to get to where my parents live, which is also still in London, it would take mm-hmm. me two hours or like 45 minutes in a car, like two hours on a train or 45 minutes in a car, which is yeah. stupid. Um But I also, obviously when I was still in my parents pre-pandemic, um, I would travel to uh, go get fucked and... <laughs> a lot of the time people i was i was dating like lived very f- like on the opposite side of london from me so yeah. i would travel like two hours hour and a half to go have sex with a boring man and not cu- like and not come so yeah yeah you be like
0: that
1: <laughs> yeah i would say that that was the most disappointing i at least had fun in belgium
0: yeah yeah, at least you're, like, somewhere new and it's kind of like, that's fun. Even if you're not coming at both of them. At least one of them you have an expectation that you should be. Yeah. So Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I would – I wouldn't drive three hours for Taco Bell, but, like, I've been very close to being, like, oh, what if I drove, like – so, for, for example, um, we were supposed to go to Minnesota last week. When I say we, I mean me, Matt, and, like, a couple friends. We were supposed to go to Minnesota last week to see My Chemical Romance. And um, yeah. I was, like, months ago before it was canceled, I was like, what if we do a several-hour drive to go to Emo, Ontario, which is closer to Minneapolis than it is to where we currently live? And... Uh, Everyone's like, no. (laughs) But I'm like, but we could go to Emo Ontario and get a picture with the sign. And they're like, no. No. Oh, I mean. Okay, I
1: have. I'd be down for it.
0: I have a real one that I think is easily the lowest reward to distance traveled, which is that one time when I was flying home to Victoria from Ontario, I deliberately made a layover in Edmonton. In mm-hmm. the airport, because in Edmonton, you're over the, uh, the latitude line where you can catch Pachirisu and Pokemon Go. And oh. so I deliberately <laughs> added a layover to my flight so that I could be in Edmonton for a couple hours to catch this region exclusive Pokemon. And I didn't even get one because, uh, there was an event in Pokemon Go that day. So all the spawns in the game were just part of the event and i did not see a patcherisu and so no. i stopped in the worst province for like several hours for nothing um yeah so that's definitely that's definitely it for me
1: <laughs> oh okay that yeah that that's bad okay <laughs> i think that's the worst i don't think we can top that
0: <laughs> yeah i'm so happy i remembered that for the show cuz fuck that was um that was one of the biggest disappointments in my life. And, by the way, I do have a Pachirisu now in Pokemon Go. I traded someone for it, like, a year ago, and its name is Gerardway, and it's a baby, Aww. and I love it. So, um, it's a very cute Pokemon, so it was worth it, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's it for our questions this week, um we can do patreon now so uh if you want to donate to us on patreon you can at citygirlsmake or sorry patreon.com/citygirlsmake do um if you give us $1 a month you can be a haymower you can get access to a special role in the discord server any bonus content so our mummy mailbag like we just did an episode a week ago um for uh bill and ted face the music so that's our newest one mm-hmm. um and then we'll be doing another one in september for something yet to be determined um, you get also get access to the secret channel of Looker and Nanu pictures in the Discord server. So, uh, stuff that no one else gets to see. Extra cat pics <laughs> and, uh, extra pussy pics. Um, at the $5 level, you get everything from before, but you also get a shout out on the podcast every week and we'll name, we'll read your name every week on the podcast. And, um, you get an even specialer role in the Discord server. And uh, at the $10 level, you get all of that, plus you get to listen live to us if you would like to do so. Um, so all of our $5 and up donors are Alex Schaup, Summer Geist, Jennifer Snyder, Matt Ribeiro, Jeff Sayalachi, and Siberian Pine Hardwood. So thank you all, uh, and to all our other listeners as well, for tuning in. Um, and yeah, that's our Patreon. Yay. Um, so... If you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at Age of Oddish. Uh, if you want to find me on Tumblr, you can find me at Windfall Island.
1: Uh, I'm on Tumblr at Dork Phoenix. I've started using it again. Uh, I'm on Twitter Alex the Virgo. Or am I Alex the Virgo? Who fucking cares? I um, also <laughs> started using Twitter again more, but I, I guess I don't. I think I'm Alex the Virgo. Yeah, mm. yeah, I am. Um, had to check that (laughs) and uh, i'm alex king chuck on instagram because i probably use that the most but the more social media thingy i don't know yeah that made sense to me in my head and obviously it it makes great sense this is uh this is audio medium and i can barely talk we are so coherent
0: um, you should go to our Noise Space host pages to find all of our social media. I think it's noisespace.xyz slash host slash Stephanie or slash Alex. Maybe it's host plural. I always forget. Matt's at work right now, so I can't ask him. Um but yeah, check us out there. And you can find all the episodes we've done on other podcasts as well, and all our social media and all that shit. So yeah. And also just check out the podcast on Noise Space because there's lots of new ones and it's very exciting. Um, and yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that's podcast for the week. So two more episodes left. Uh, but that's not the end for us. So <laughs> stay <laughs> tuned. So dramatic. It was so dramatic. I'm just saying it's not the end. No,
1: we so, got movies,
0: but we, we also got, got like other shit. So. You might be planning something. Hey, <laughs> maybe planning something. So you know, stay tuned. Um, my everyday gamers and
1: fuck cops. Uh, fuck cops, my everyday. Uh, kiss, 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 girl on the lips. The lips. <laughs> Bye, gamers. Mwah. Bye. <laughs>